Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hey, Perak Tess, Shir Dalid. So in the last uh, Shir we discussed that a person can uh, detract from his zirizus. One of the factors that are involved in detracting from zirizus is fear. A person has unwarranted fear. And then we asked, what about uh, fear that is warranted? And there we said that a person has to take care of fear that's warranted, fear that he sees, things that are in front of him that are dangerous. There, a person has to uh, uh, take care of himself. He's the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, It's a mitzvah to take care of yourself. It's a mitzvah to do what you need to do. Um, however, we're talking about a person has unwarranted fear, fear from something that is uh, made up or something that he doesn't really clearly see. And it's just looking, sometimes that's just an excuse for atzlis, for being lazy about doing something. So the Ramchal continues, Hu atzmai inyan ha-posach shaveinu This is exactly what the posach we quoted before. Orem ra, ra, benistar. A person sees uh, something bad in front of him, he's going to hide, and that's appropriate. But we're not talking about that kind of thing. That's talking about when he sees a danger in front of him and he hides, and he, uh, which is appropriate. That maybe it's going to come, and I think it might come, and there may be something that over there. That's exactly what the, the Posik and Mishle means. The lazy person says, uh, you know, there's a there's a lion cub is out there. There's a, there's there's potential. There's going to be a dog in the street. I'm going to walk out, and the dog might attack me. How far the Chazal are teaching us? How far uh, this uh, unwarranted fear is really all about not just being lazy and not wanting to do what's important. Now, there is another concept that I said I would, would speak out a little bit about, and that's called Shomer Pesoyim Hashem. Um, the Pesach says in Tehillim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of the fools. And this is not just a statement of, uh, of uh, you know, a nice statement that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a nice thing that he does, but it's a halacha, has halachic implications. And I'll give you an example. Um, there's a Gemara, the Gemara says in Shabbos, in the days of Chazal, they had a minute that they would do hakozas dam. They would do bloodletting. That was a healthy thing, or thought to be a healthy thing to do. And but Chazal said that after one uh, bloodlets, it's important for their health that they eat. Um, otherwise, they put themselves in danger. In addition, there were certain times of the day when one was not supposed to do bloodletting, because from various uh, uh, you know kabbal issues, there was shadim on the even hours. You know, was uh, the zugais hours. It was a dangerous time. Specifically, the sixth hour was Huchua Shadim. The Shadim were able to come in and make trouble. So generally, it was you were not allowed to do Hakozas Dam in the sixth hour in the late afternoon. Um, however, the minute became that people on Friday would do Hakozas Dam in the sixth hour. Why? Because this way, when Shabbos came in, they would have a Suda right away. They Suda Shabbos. And rather than have to have two Sudas and two, eat twice, so they would eat, you know, one time the Suda Shabbos, and that would take care of Hakozas Dam. When that became a minute, when it became uh, a, uh, 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 you know, a, a common to do, so in the, you know, th- then, then the Chazal say what applied at that time was Shoyim Episoyim Hashem. Even though there was a danger, because it was commonly done and everybody does it, 
And, you know, at that point, the, you can invoke the concept of Shema Pesoyim Hashem. And that means that sometimes, even when there is a danger, and some you might think there's a danger, and you may even have a legitimate point, but it's something that generally the Olam is doing, the world is doing, um, you you are allowed still to do that. doesn't mean you're obligated to do it, but if you're talk afraid, then, you know, you say, I'm afraid of this, then the Shema Pesoyim Hashem doesn't work necessarily. And uh, where does it come out halachically? There were, I'll give you an example. Rav Moshe has a tshuva, an early tshuva that he wrote about smoking. Somebody asked if you're allowed to smoke. And he said that many G'dayli Torah smoke and many great people smoke. And it's a common thing that people do. So he invoked the concept of Shem HaPesoyim Hashem. Later on, uh, when it became not fashionable anymore to smoke, and there was a lot of knowledge that came out about the, the, the perils of smoking, then Rav Moshe uh, changed his mind. He said it's, that now it's no longer a begetter Shem HaPesoyim Hashem, because generally people, the average person does not smoke necessarily. So, uh, and you know, what is it called the average person? What is it called the, the, the Teva HaAdam? That's a different Shaila that has to be given to Rabbanim. But the point is that there could be a time when there's something that might be dangerous, but we are allowed to rely on Shem HaPesoyim Hashem. Uh, in general, if you know there's a danger and it's Shriyach HaZeka and you see it, then one is certainly not allowed to do it. So now the, the uh, Ramchal is going to give an example about the silliness of, of these kind of uh, fears that are not warranted. So the Omrud Medrash in, in Devarim says, Shiva Devarim Amar Shlema Ba'atzal. There are, there are seven things that Shlema Amelach said about a lazy person. And he's talking here about uh, a specific case. Um, you know, the, the, a person is told, you have to go to your Rebbe, so go learn Torah from your Rebbe. So, Amr Lotzel, Hari Rab Chabir, your Rebbe came into the, uh, into town. Lechul Amat Torah go and learn from him. Who Meshavaisam, and the matter says, he answers, Misyarni Menad Harishavaderach, I'm afraid there's going to be a lion and I, on the way to go to the, to see the Rebbe. So, I can't go. So, they say, Rab Chabasoy Chayir Amelahem. So, they say, no, your Rebbe's up the block. He's, he's in the neighborhood, right? So he answers them, uh, no, maybe the lion is in the street here, right? Hiding behind the, 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 the fire hydrant. He's like in the neighborhood here. So uh, uh, they say, your Rebbe, he's in your house. You don't have to go anywhere. He's in the house. He's here by you. He says, no, but his, his room is locked. His door is locked. I can't go. His door is locked. And the, the Medrash continues, even though he doesn't bring the rest of it. And they said, well, the door is not locked. And then he says, yeah, but the, you know, there's no food. And then he says, I can't get up. It's too tired. Uh, all the excuses and, and what you end up with is he just doesn't want to go. It's not about the lion and it's not about the, the fear. All of that is an excuse that, you know, basically he just doesn't want to, to bother himself to go to learn. And that's really, to a large extent, what the fear is. A person paralyzes them with fear. It's not because he has real fear. If a person really has fear, uh, so you have to go. And if it's unwarranted, so you go to a, to a therapist and they take care of your fear. You, you work on it um, and, you, and you overcome it. But uh, we're not talking about a person, you know, he's using this as an excuse for his not wanting to do what he has to do. You'll see the rest of the story. It's not the fear that causes him to be lazy. It's the laziness that causes him to have the fear. In other words, it's, it's convenient for him to have fear because then he doesn't have to, he, has, he feels he has a good excuse not to do what he needs to do. Experience shows 
Asher Zedarkam Kesselomai. This is the foolish way people do this, and we, we've all seen examples of it. You, if you're if you're observant, you will notice that this is the way people can be. So take a lesson from this, and and be bizarres, do what you have to do. And then he ends off the parak. It makes sense that that zrizus comes after zahiras. Why? A person will not be Zoriz. He will not be push himself to do the positive stuff if he doesn't remove the negative that's pulling him back first. If a person is not going to get the Ra out, it's not going to be Surme Ra. It's very hard for a person who is still shakua in, in the Ra to say, I'm going to come close and ava and, and drive myself to come close to the Bidovak and come close to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Because the Tabas and, and the Ra is pulling him down. Because living in a Gashmiistic way is the antithesis of coming close to Kadosh Baruch Hu, and, and that in and of itself will not allow you to do what you need to do. Once I say, okay, I have to overcome this. I have these negative things, these taibas, I have to overcome the taibas. And I think about, you know, what is what am I losing with the Averis? What am I gaining by doing mitzvahs? Then it's going to be easier for him. First, he has to take out the bed. Then he has a, a cleaner path to be mishtoike, to drive, and to be inspired to go after the toy, be a zariz boy, and you'll come to the mitzvahs. And that's, it, it is obvious. So we end off by saying that, that we, in order to achieve zariz, first step is you do zahiras. You come to some level of zahiras, and that will allow you to come to zariz. And now when you come to some level of zariz, we will move on to the next midah, which is Nikias. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.